bacteria are increasingly resistant to many of the agents that we use to deal with them, including antiseptics. The bacterium Acinita baumannii is one example and causes hard-to-treat skin, chest and urine infections in hospitals. Now, a team at the University of Newcastle, Australia, have discovered a gene that renders Acinetobacter resistant to the chemical chlorhexidine, which is used in hand disinfectants. But this gene clearly evolved a long time before the antiseptic was ever invented. So what was it doing previously? As well as finding out, Adam Murphy heard how the discovery can help us to make much more environmentally friendly forms of plastic in future. We were interested in how these hospital pathogens, the one we work with quite a lot is called Acinetobacter baumannii, how they were able to tolerate those types of biocides and persist within hospitals so that they could infect new patients. And what we found was that there was a a novel gene, so something that had never been characterised before, which was very highly induced by that biocide. We took that gene and put it into a susceptible organism and showed that it was able to give that organism resistance to chlorhexidine and other groups as well have deleted that gene now from Acinetobacter baumannii and shown that it um, is more susceptible to chlorhexidine. We can tell that based on its conservation, it is a relatively old gene. So it's highly conserved within bacterial species that we know diverged millions of years ago. Uh, But in contrast to that, the biocyclohexidine is a synthetic compound that's only been used for the past uh, 100 years or so. If it was conserved for a long time, that means it must be doing something else before it was doing this. So do you have any idea what it was for before? It looks like it transports um, a group of compounds called diamines. These compounds are quite common within bacteria as well as other organisms, and they've got um, a very broad range of different biological functions. They're used as signaling molecules. They can be involved in motility. They act as surfactants, which help bacteria, for example, to slide along the surfaces. So there are reasons why bacteria produce these, and they're produced at quite high concentrations. Is there anything we can use this mechanism for? Yeah, so um, one of the interesting things about diamines is that they are precursors for nylons. Nylon is a polymer, and there are two compounds in that polymer, one of which is a diamine, and we get that diamine from petrochemicals. At the moment, that's the cheapest and most reliable source of that compound. But if we use these types of transport proteins, we could potentially put them into organisms that are producing high concentrations of diamines to help get them out of the cell so that we can collect them and increase the efficiency of that process, then we may come up with a much cleaner source of diamines for nylons. Carl Hassan speaking with Adam Murphy, and that work has just been published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, USA.